Ooh. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Bottom of the Ninth Podcast. I am your host, Elijah Rodriguez. And wow, if you're in Texas, guys, today's a little bit of a crazy day. It's actually January 14th, 2024, and we are going through, I guess, the first real cold front of 2024. Um, I think this morning I went to go grab my breakfast and my like daily caffeine, my energy drink, my C4. And I think it was literally like, I think it was like 19, felt like 10 or something like that with the wind chill. Um, Right now it's like 33, feels like 19. So it's pretty dang cold. Um, (laughs) I know in my last episode, I said like baseball season normally starts around this time Um, with, uh, you know, with the weather. I don't actually know if that's going to happen this time around. So I don't know. I don't know. But we actually had a guest that was scheduled today, a really awesome guest um, with the weather and everything getting pushed. He had some scheduling conflicts, so that's going to get pushed to later this week. But nonetheless, I have a really awesome topic to talk about today, guys. And it's actually what pretty goes hand in hand with a blog I just wrote yesterday um, that I thought would go hand in hand with baseball season, hopefully starting today. But I don't think that's going to happen with the weather. But anyway, hopefully they'll probably start later this week, like in Texas right now, it'll be 30. On Wednesday, it might be 75. So who knows? But the topic today, guys, is going to be my top five BB Core bats going into 2024. Um, I've had a couple requests to do U-Trip going into 2024. I just, and here's the thing, guys, I'm going to talk about BB Core because I do test a lot of BB Core bats. That's what I do here. Um, I work with a lot of our vendors here at Baseball Express to test bats and get some reviews out and kind of let them know what I think about them, what they need to improve on, all that kind of stuff. When it comes to U-Trip, um, I don't swing U-Trip, let's say bats. Um, and here's why, guys. And this is something I've talked about before when I talk about in terms of exit velo and, and hit tracks and all that stuff. I don't feel the need to swing a U-Trip bat, mostly because, you know, number one, I'm a 28-year-old guy. Um, if I swing a 32, 31, drop five, my numbers are going to be seriously inflated against the person who should actually be swinging them. Just my opinion. Um, I know there's people out there, there's some channels that, you know, will swing those bats and they register hits up into like the 120s or something like that. And I just, I don't see the point. I don't see the point. I can go off of, you know, I can give you top bats going off trends, off purchase history, stuff like that, bats that are selling well. But then again, that can go either way, which is why I'd rather just stay away from it completely and give you guys true, my true top five because I've swung them. I'm pretty comparable to people in college kids that are still swinging them to this day. So I think that that makes more sense. With that being said, I always have a, I always give a disclaimer. I put the disclaimer in, in the article, in the blog article, because I think that this is more important than anything. And let me say, let me, let me, let me explain. So I always, I'm always asked, what's the top bat? What's the bat, the best bat you can swing going into 2024? What's the hottest bat this year? What do you think? Yada, yada, yada. I get it when I go into the store. I have parents texting me, asking me. And, and when I coach in the, in the spring, I get the question at least once a week. Um, and here's the deal, guys. I'm going to give my top five, right? But this is strictly my opinion off of what I felt when I swang these bats. Now, when I say these bats, this is not a die by list. You know, the Bat Brothers have, uh, Bat Brothers, the Bat Bros have their list. Um, I think just bats may have a top list. They work with the Bat Bros, so it may be the same. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other forums that also have the same thing. They also have lists of of their top bats. So like I said, these lists and, and these are very much strictly opinionated, right? It's not a live by. You have to, these are the bats. If you're not swinging these bats, you're trash type deal. 
if you have a bat that's not on this list, and I mean this wholeheartedly, if you have a bat or you like a bat that's not on my list, I'm not saying your bat's trashed. I'm not saying that you need to drop that bat and come buy one of these. Um, here's my deal, guys. If you have a bat and you're swinging that bat um, and you love it, you like it, you're having success, you're confident with it at the plate, keep swinging that bat. And that's, that's what I tell people all the time. You know, I have, you know, people come, Hey, what about this bat? What about this bat? I'm like, yo, your kid's hitting well with what he's got now. Why are we going to make a switch? You know, a lot of guys are like, well, my son may be struggling at the plate. You know, maybe it's because he doesn't have the best bat on the market. Let me tell you right now, guys, you can go out and buy the most expensive, the hottest, the best bat, the one that everyone says, this is the one you have to have. It's not going to make your kid hit 500. He's not going to just all of a sudden start dropping bombs. I say this over and over and over again to every player, every parent, every kid. Swing what you're most confident with in the box, what you feel like you're going to have the most success with. Even if you're swinging something that three guys behind you don't like, if you're happy with it, keep on swinging it. This is strictly my opinion. I'm here to give you what I felt. If you are on the market for a new bat and you're like, man, I'm just really not feeling it with the one I have. Yeah, this may be something you need to look into. If you're happy, if you're dropping bombs, you're dropping tanks, you're having success, change nothing. Change nothing about your game. Keep going about it the way it is because it's all about success at the plate, not what's in your hands. Now, with that being said, we're going to get into the top five. Um, kind of one more thought, actually, before one more thought before we get into the top five. I say these are the top five, right? But baseball is a weird sport, guys. Let me tell you why. I remember there's always every year, every year there's always going to be that one bat that's a sleeper. It, it, the, the biggest sleeper I think that I've ever seen, and I think, you know, I'm going to actually look it up real quick. Because I remember it was a bat that no one had ever heard of. And it was so random. <laughs> and, and this was, I think, I can't even remember the year it was. There were two bats in particular that were from Louisville Slugger back when I was in high school. I think I may have been in college. It was like borderline. I can't remember the exact years. But I remember it wasn't a bat that was like widely known. It wasn't one that everyone needed to have. And it was a lot cheaper. And I remember there was, and this is kind of how it goes, guys. There's going to be that one bat that always takes off. And it's going to be a sleeper. So, and I think it's always funny because every year there's that one bat that everyone's like, it, no one sees it coming. It's like this one, there's always the, the the flagship releases. And then like, out of nowhere comes this bat. And it's just like, whoa, this is the one. I remember one year, and if you guys remember, it was the Assault. The Assault was one of them. That bat smashed. And it was nowhere near the threshold level of like the Cadex or like, some of these big bats, the Voodoo, the CF, it was none, none of those. It was the Assault, which was, it was so random. And I remember I picked it up one time because this kid on my team had it. And then all of a sudden you used to see every single kid every and every travel team, every summer ball team had, had an Assault. And it was just the most random thing. So I'm, I just think that I've always said it, the bat game and the bat world is, is so topsy-turvy because one year a bat company will be at the top. And then the next year it can be flipped right on its head and then another brand will be at the top. And it's always interchanging because every bat company is coming out with new stuff, new technology, new swings, new stuff. And it's just really interesting to me. I, I just, I always find it, it's like, uh, it's not, it's not something you can ever read. It's kind of something that you have to, it's truly something that the players will make themselves and they'll make that market. And I just think it's super interesting, which is why I love this business. But anyhow, as we go into this, guys, the top five. So I've stated my disclosure. I've told you guys this is my opinion on what I've swung and what I felt. Um, and I just, here it is. I'm just going to go into it. Number five. Okay. Well, look, <laughs> I feel like I keep going back on my word, but okay. Number inf Information on number five. Number five 
number five and then number two and number one were very hard for me to pick. And I'll explain why. So number five was a very close tie for five and six. So if I had to make a list of one to 10, number six was going to be the the goods. Also by Dean Marini, because number five here is the Dean Marini Voodoo One. Now, let me explain why the Voodoo One actually came in on top over the goods. I felt that the Voodoo One actually felt more smooth through the zone. It was a much more balanced bat. It, it had a much lighter swing to it. The goods, one piece and two piece, um, just felt a little bit more unloaded for me. And I'm not an unloaded guy. I thought that the Voodoo was a lot smoother. Um, and the Voodoo One is actually a special bat. I don't know if you guys have been following along with with this. If you're a, if you're a baseball player, if you're a, a parent of a ball player, the the Voodoo's been around, man, for a long time. And notoriously, the Voodoo actually was a two piece bat, and it's been a two piece bat for years, guys. It's been a two piece bat since I was a kid, since I was playing travel ball. Um, and I think you know, recently in the last you know couple years, they've come out with the Voodoo One. When the Voodoo One dropped in 2020 2021 around that area there was this massive following for it it was just it, it took the baseball world what it felt like by storm it felt like every ball player was wanting the voodoo one or nothing they didn't want another bat it was like i'm buying the voodoo one or i'm buying nothing i remember like this is what's crazy a funny story i remember at the time like no one could find one i mean you know with with covid and everything happening during that time you know, obviously manufacturing was, was taking a really big hit. I remember it was really tough for, for ballplayers to find it in general. It was just like, whoa. Um, and that made it, you know, really, really hard for people to get a hold of one. Give me one second, guys. I wanted to make sure that that was, that was taken care of. Um, anyway, so it was really hard for guys to get a hold of these bats. Um, and I remember, you know, I was going on eBay because we were getting text messages. The, our retail store was getting calls. You know, we we're getting Facebook DMs. Do you have a Voodoo One? Do you have Voodoo One? Voodoo One. That was all we heard about. And then I was like, you know what? I'm really curious. Like, if Dix doesn't have them, if we don't have them, if all these other retailers are sold out, DiMarini themselves are sold out. You know what? Who has this bat and working to get one? If you, if we were going on eBay, guys, and I was seeing some people selling slightly used they were counting the hits they had on this thing and they were going for upwards of like seven to seven hundred bucks to like a thousand plus dollars for a voodoo one and that was the red one it was it was insane what, what a time it was nuts i just remember being in awe that people were literally like going to the deepest depths to get a voodoo one and this was the red one back then um then they came out with this last one this past year or last year which was like the louis vuitton looking one uh, it had like the it was gold had the, still the same demon face on there and everything. Um, and I thought that was probably one of the coolest bats I've seen in, in quite some time. It was, that was pretty sleek. It was pretty unique looking with the premium Louis Vuitton. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, but as we go into that and we're going to talk about more about technology and what makes the Voodoo One special this year. Um, so last year, the Voodoo One had a hell of a lot of durability issues. If you didn't know, there were handles getting blown off, end cap issues. It had it was riddled with de- with with durability issues. Um, what's positive, and and that's really the only issue, the only big thing was durability issues with the bat because the bat when it was when it was healthy, it was solid, it smashed. Um, and then this next year, so if you haven't seen the one this year, the twenty twenty four models, it, I'm not a huge fan of the color scheme. I thought that they could have done so much better. It's like a brownish bronze with like a gold Dimarini splatter on it. I guess that's the easiest way I can describe it. It's a little weird looking, but most bats coming out these days 
they're kind of funky looking, I'm going to be honest. Um, anyway, and but they did fix the durability issues. They put in a reinforced knob and a different end cap. And to be honest, guys, I've heard no real issues regarding durability with the 2024 Voodoo 1, which is awesome. Um, and the bat is extremely smooth. The sweet spot's awesome. The trampoline effect when you square up balls is phenomenal. Exit wheels were re- registered really high. So that was why that one kind of came in over the over the goods because they're very comparable. The Voodoo 1 and the, and the goods one piece are very comparable, but the Voodoo 1 did have a lighter swing weight and it felt smoother through the zone. Um, one caveat I will say about the Voodoo 1 compared to the other models of the other Voodoo 1s, um, the 2024 that is, is that the the sweet spot in the barrel just seemed to have shrunk. And I don't, it's very minuscule. It's maybe about a half an inch to an inch in that area. And I think that that, I don't know why they did that, but it's very noticeable. If you put some barrel rings around it, you can tell the difference. Um, but all in all, the Voodoo 1, uh, 2024 Voodoo 1 is coming in healthily at the number five spot. I really enjoyed the bat. It smashes. Um, but that caveat is that barrel is a little bit smaller than most others on the market. But Anyway, if you want to actually see our full review, it's actually on our YouTube page. You can go check it out. We swung it, compared it to a couple others. So interesting to go check it out. But number five, the 2024 Voodoo One. Now, going into the number four spot, um, which is one that also kind of came out of nowhere. Um, the 2023 uh, Louisville Slugger Select Power BB Corp. Um, this is one that I was really surprised. Truly, I was very surprised. Um, you know, you didn't, I didn't really hear a whole lot about it. I think it actually came in and replaced the Omaha, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the Select Power is a hybrid. It's a two-piece, or I think it's actually a three-piece because they have those little connectors. Louisville Slugger's really going in on that three-piece technology, the barrel, connector, handle. Um, but this bat has probably one of the biggest sweet spots on a BB Core bat, I think, on the market. It's huge. Um, and something that's not actually aesthetically, you know, it's aesthetically pleasing, but it doesn't actually go into the performance is this bat is probably the coolest sounding bat. It's the perfect mixture of metal and wood, which is really interesting. I just, I love, I can sit and listen to somebody hit this bat all day because it sounds beautiful. Um, it sounds like a composite bat, but it it sounds like, it's such a, it's such an interesting sound. So if you have, if you have one, if you got somebody, if you can try one, try one because they sound awesome. I, I just love the sound of the select power. Um, but kind of going into it, guys, it, it's really light. It swings really light for a two-piece hybrid, which is very surprising, and especially with how big the barrel is. The sweet spot on that thing is massive. Um, but it was also one that really came in surprised me. I didn't expect a whole lot. I think the one that was expected to steal the show this coming year was going to be the Atlas, obviously, um, going off of the success of the last one. So, you know, obviously that kind of overshadowed a lot of the other Louisville releases, which is really strange. I mean, sorry, which is really expected. Um, and strange, I guess, because Louisville does have a lot of other great bats, but that was really overshadowed a lot of them. Um, one con with this one, guys, and and I mean, I say it's a con because of how we're perceiving bat performance these days with all the you know hit tracks, track man, all that crap, um, and this this overarching um, obsession with exit velo. Um, this bat didn't register really high exit velocities. And I don't know if that was me, if that was just us. We did get a brand new one, so that could have been the issue. Um, I just, it, it was, we were in the low 90s and normally we sit high, you know, mid to high 90s. There were balls we felt we really squared up that just didn't really go anywhere, which is very strange. Um, but here's why I say it's a con, but not really. I still, we, we still got good distance on balls. We we're hitting homers gap shots i mean we're hitting balls hard base hits 
So just because, and this is something that I'm super split with just because of how the bat industry is going these days, the bat performed well. I mean, it felt comfortable in my hands. I would take it to the plate in a game situation. A lot of other guys would do the same. It's one of the most popular bats in Division One. I. I saw a lot and a lot, a lot of the guys, well, if they're swinging Louisville Slugger at their school, had that bat in their hands. So obviously, it's a good bat. Um, the biggest thing, though, was that the exit velos weren't high. But here's what, I, here's what I'll say. If you go up to the plate and you're getting on base, you're getting base hits, you're hitting the ball hard, strong, it does not matter what the exit velo reads. Your batting, your batting average will speak for itself. So con, maybe, maybe not up to you, but coming in at number four is the select power. Great bat, not crazy on the price either. Um, so good option for you if you're looking for it. Number four, select power. Um, number three is the one we just spoke about. Um, you know, had a lot of hype, had a lot of hype last year, had a lot of hype coming into this year. And that's going to be the 2024 Louisville Slugger Atlas. Um, <laughs> what's funny is that everyone, I, not everyone, I won't say everyone, because I don't really mind it that much. A lot of people think this is like the ugliest bat in baseball. And I don't really know that does it, if that's really accurate. I know last year a lot of people had issues with the orange and this. It does have a whack design on it. I don't really know what it is. Um, it looks kind of funky. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it has to do with Atlas, but it's just this weird. It looks like somebody scribbled on it, and you know I don't know if they're going for that abstract look or what. But it it <laughs> it it, uh, it looks a little funny, I guess. Um, but anyway, so this was another one, guys. That back you know a couple years ago when we were having manufacturer issues. Um, supply chain issues, all that was another one that people were just needed to have, needed, needed, needed to have alongside the Voodoo One was the 2024, the, the 20, the, I think it was the 2022, 2023 Slugger Atlas, the orange one. I mean, we were getting calls left and right. Do you have the Atlas? Do you have the Atlas? And it needed to be in the 32 or 33, obviously the most common sizes in BB Core. And people were obviously going crazy. Didn't have the same, like, people weren't, you know, going outrageously trying to buy it on eBay like the Voodoo one, but. It's still nuts to see people go about this bat. Um, it's very, it, it's very on par. I think it performs very close to to some of the one piece Omaha's from back in the day. That's what it really feels like. You know, I'm talking Beezer days. That's what it feels like, man. A bat smashes. It feels really great. This might be, you know, I put it above the select power, obviously, but this is honestly one of the most popular Louisville Slugger bats that ha- that's held so much weight since the like Omaha's from back in the day, guys. This bat is awesome it's extremely balanced the technology is nothing too crazy it's not going to blow you away with all this jargon it's very simple one piece and it just feels very powerful at the plate i mean we had some serious prs with it i think a couple of my buddies that swing it with me had some prs with it um yeah it's it's a great pickup guys there's not really much else i can say about it if you, and this is why i say there's not a whole lot because i can give you the technology i can give you the ins and outs, blah, 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 and all this stuff. But I, these are things that you really have to try for yourself because I'm sitting here saying I like the trampoline effect. I thought it had a lot of power. It was smooth. It was balanced. Um, it's a one-piece bat, so there's not going to be a whole lot of forgiveness. You're going to get a lot of feedback if you're not squaring it. So the Louisville Slugger Atlas is a big bat, guys. It's a good one. It's on everyone's list, obviously, um, and it smashes. I think the biggest issue people had with it was the paint job. For whatever reason, <laughs> people hated the paint job. but. Again, here's what I'm going to tell you guys. I don't care if you go up there and you have just a silver aluminum bat. If you're smashing, you're getting on base, it does not matter. 
what it looks like. It just doesn't matter. So number three and another one that had a kind of a crazy history over the last couple of years, the Louisville Slugger Atlas, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Now here's where it gets a little bit. This is why I told you I got two. Number one and two was tough. And then five. And then if there was a six was, was tough, but two is really, really tough. It was something that when I wrote the article, the blog article, I sat for like 15 minutes, really just like juggling my thoughts on one and two, because one and two are some really great bats. Um, and I, I'm just going to stick to, I'm going to stay true to my blog article. I'm not going to change anything up here for the podcast. So we'll keep it, we'll keep it where we're at. Um, number two is going to be the Rawlings Icon BB Core. Not the white one. I have to specify it is the BB Core version. I haven't swung. Like I said, I don't swing U-Trip bats. If you guys want me to, let me know. I'll start swinging U-Trip bats. But for right now, strictly BB Core. Um, this, this bat actually, strangely enough, I remember, um, you know, us, you know, me working with Baseball Express, we actually have a lot, a really great relationship with Rawlings. Um, so, you know, we were having conversations with the devs in the marketing department, and they actually sent me over the icon like three months before it came out. Um, I've been using Rawlings bats. I was a huge fan of the 5150 back in the day when BB Core was first, um, you know, implemented. They had the red and white one with just 5150. Um, that was one of those ones that I was talking about earlier. It's just a sleeper, man. It was it was like 160, 70 bucks when it came out. But the bat smashed, man. I just love that bat. It came out of nowhere. Um, and but obviously Rawlings is well known for their gloves and their leather goods. Obviously they they're one of the biggest heritage brands in baseball when it comes to mitts and gloves. So um, I've noticed that in the last you know one to two years they've really stepped up their game and they're really trying to get into the bat game and, and be a serious contender which is refreshing. Um, you know, they had the 5150 series, which was great. Going into the Velo, which was also another great bat. I had a couple of those growing up. Those were awesome bats as well. Um, but they kind of fell off a little bit. You know, they had the Quattro that really flopped, didn't do so hot. They've had a couple other releases that didn't that just didn't register with the baseball community very well, um, didn't feel that great. Um, and now they're back with a full composite bat. And I remember, you know, talking to some of the guys over there and they're like, hey, we want you to test this bat. You know, we're going to send you one over. And I was like, totally. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm all for testing bats. I just I was like, man, number one, I'm not a composite guy. If you've watched any of our videos, looked at any of our content, I'm very open with the fact that I'm just not a composite guy. I don't like composite bats at all. Um, not, I just They're just not me. It's just not me. Everybody, every hitter is different. Composite bats just are not me. So I was not expecting really anything. Um, you know, so when I first got it, my initial thoughts were like, I'm just like, we're going to swing it. We're going to see what it's about. Nothing really more than that. Um, you know, opened it up all my first impressions. Well, it looks really, it did look cool. You know, I thought the handle was very thin. It almost looked like a golf, like it was very not far from a golf club. It was like, it felt like that. That's how thin it was compared to other bats. Um, and I remember swinging it in the cage and I was just absolutely in shock with how well that bat performed. It didn't even need a break in period. We were hitting balls like almost like 98 plus, which is for me is like insanity. Um, the bat just performed beyond my expectations, especially for a composite bat. Um, and I remember telling, because I didn't really want to give too much away because, you know, we had it so early. I didn't want to like give too much out. You know, I didn't want to do anything like that. I, I kept a lot of my thoughts to myself and some people around us, like people at the store, people I work with here at Baseball Express, um, some of my buddies that we were testing it with. 
Um, and I remember telling people, like, I was like, hey, I don't know if you know it yet, but the Rawlings icon, that bat is going gonna, is gonna to be, so that, that's going to be a bat. And sure enough, months later when it came out, it didn't get a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of, you know, boost up out the, out the gate. And then all of a sudden some guys got a hold of it. And then it really started to make its mark, man. That thing was, it was hot. It was insanity. Um, and to this day, I, I still feel like there is not a composite BB Corbat that can truly compete with the, the Rawlings icon. I don't think there is. Um, I don't think there's going to be for the next couple of years, man. I think that bat is insane. Um, I didn't even, I couldn't even give you any cons about it. You know, the way it felt besides the fact that it, it's just, it's insane. Um, it's probably one of my favorite bats that I've released in the last two to three years, to be honest. And it is a composite bat. So me hating composite bats and telling you that it means something. Um, but there is a downside. And I, I put this in the blog article as well, because it is a big downside in my opinion with, with, the economy and how much things are costing these days, it does come in at 500 bucks. Now, um, that's a lot. That's a lot of money for a bet. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna deny it. I'm not gonna be you know facetious and say it's it's not. It is. That's a lot of money for a bet, especially one um, that's composite that you know has a lot of you know ifs and it may last X amount of time. You know, yada yada, right? But I promise you guys, if you're if if mom and dad or you have the money to pay for this and you put your and you and you get it, it is worth every single penny. I promise the icon bangs, man. Um a steep price, but worth it in my opinion. So number two is the the wrongs icon BB core man. If you haven't tried that one yet, guys, I implore you, give it a shot. The bat smashes. Um and before we get to number one, um I, I did want to give some honorable mentions. I know, I know that there's a lot of bats out there these days. There's so many. Um, sometimes it's hard to 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 kind of wrap your head around how many options you have. So I, I will give a couple a couple honorable mentions. My first honorable mention I'm going to give is going to go to Stringking, and not even really a specific bat to Stringking because they have two different models BB core wise. Um, they have the Metal Two and the Metal Two Pro. Metal two starts at like one twenty nine. The Metal two Pro goes at one ninety nine. Those are awesome bats for the price, guys. I'm a really big fan of Stringking and that brand. Um, they broke into the BB Core world not too long ago. I think it was last year. So they're still fairly new to baseball. They're a huge lacrosse brand, um, but have now broken into the U Trip um, world and they're getting into the USA. Um, but I just love their mission, man. We actually had a podcast episode with Joe Hill from Stringking. So if you haven't listened to that one, go check it out. Their mission's awesome, man. They're just trying to make affordable gear so they can include more people in the game of baseball, which is super important, man. I, I'm just, anytime there's something like that, I'm just like, hell yeah, who's not on board? You know what I'm saying? So shrinking bats, guys, they're very cheap. And I know a lot of guys are skeptical these days. If something doesn't cost a lot of money, it may not be good. But shrinking is the complete opposite. They're doing it on purpose so that they can have more people playing baseball. So I'm behind their bats. I've swung them, the Metal 2 and the Metal 2 Pro both smash i remember i was hitting balls almost out of fenway on our hit tracks i the bats smashed guys so string king first honorable mention second honorable mention i'm gonna give it to marucci um wasn't a huge fan of the of the connect and the composite cat x um just they just didn't i just didn't like the way they felt but again i my opinion i loved the one piece cat x guys the One Piece Cat X was super awesome. I know this year they they didn't re- really release a new bat per se. They did a Cat X Vanta, which in all honesty, I think is just a repaint of the Cat X and they made it black. 
Marucci's been doing their their black version of bats for a long time. They used to have the Cat X and they did the Cat X. The, the, I'm sorry, they did the Cat Five and they did the black versions. That was a sweet bat too. Um, think they're kind of bringing that bat, they're bringing that back. Um, but Cat X is going to be my second honorable mention. The One Piece. I thought that bat smashes. One downside, it blows out your eardrums. It's so freaking loud. Um, but again, uh, these are all. I, I hate saying cons that are aesthetically pleasing, but sometimes it, it must be said. <laughs> um, so second honorable mention goes to the uh, goes to the Cadex. Um, and the third, guys, um, one you may not have known or may not have heard of. It's a newer, it's a, they've been around for a while, but they're making a lot more noise now. And that's Stinger. Um, the honorable mention is going to actually go to the 2024 Stinger Missile S. Huge fan of that bat. We're actually going to be having a review come out later this week. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I just, um, I really like the Stinger Missile S. The Missile 2 actually got banned because it was so hot, um, which was kind of funny because I really liked that bat before. Maybe that's why, because it was just insanely hot. Um, the Missile 3 was also really good. I actually hold my current PR off the tee with that, which is like 101, I think. So huge fan of Stinger. Uh, the Missile S is no different than those. It smashes. It's super balanced one piece. So go and give that one a, ch- uh, a chance, guys, if you do have a, you're looking for a new Batman. Those three are also didn't make it to the list, obviously, but should not be ignored and should not be uh, taken lightly. Okay, the big one, the one you've probably been sitting here waiting for me and been telling me, thinking silently in your head for me to just shut up and get to number one. Um, that is going to be the 2023 Warstick Bone Saber Hybrid. And like I said, guys, this one and the Icon, I was really battling on the inside to put at number one because both are phenomenal bats though kind of in different realms the icon and composite the bone saber hybrid a hybrid you know mix of both alloy and composite so you know a little different in itself but you know i remember you know i I have a story about this one this is what's funny last year at the 2023 um texas high school coaches um convention out in uh, at kalahari and round rock at the kalahari resorts um i was only out there for one day and i remember i, I met with ben over at warstick um and we were talking because he was you know I, I love ben ben's an awesome dude and we were talking he was like thanking me for doing honest reviews about bats you know because sometimes they can get a little bit lost in translation we're talking about, you know, bat development and some of the, you know, other releases out there. Obviously, he was getting my picking my brain about some stuff and he was like, "Hey, I want you to uh I want you to come by and I I want you to try bat." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I got some I got some stuff I got to take care of." And I went on with my meetings and he went out back to his booth and then I I ran back over there later in the day and he showed it to me. It was the the Bone Saber Hybrid. I, that was the first time I had seen it. I knew that they had the the Bone Saber. I reviewed the Bone Saber. I was a big fan of the Bone Saber. I thought that bat smashed. I'm also a huge fan of their marketing, man. Their 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 marketing is awesome. The way that they design their bats is super artistic. I, I just love it. Um, so when he showed me that one, I know he gave me that one. He gave me the Warhawk three. Warhawk three was also good. <clears throat> Not quite up to the caliber as the Bone Saber Hybrid, I will say. Um, but I remember I was like, wow, okay. I thought I'm, this looks pretty sweet. I'm really excited to try it. And um, you know, him and Mike over there were like pretty they were like you could tell they were excited to get this bat in my hands and i was just as excited so i remember i took it back was a big fan of the bone saber um it's the one piece bone saber and uh you know i went i swung it and to this day 
I'm not sure there's a bat that that feels better. I mean, I remember I remember swinging it and I was talking to a couple of my buddies that were there with me and I was like, man, it's like the best way to describe it is they took an almost perfect bone saver, which had a couple of end loaded issues, weight weight distribution issues, in my opinion. Um, a little bit didn't have as much as much forgiveness as I liked. Um, and basically what they did was they took that, those minuscule small issues, took this bone saber hybrid, corrected everything, and then added more flex and more trampoline, which just resulted in a better feeling bat. And it shows because it's not only my favorite bat, it's the bat bro's favorite bat, the bat bro's favorite bat, excuse me. And it's like, I've, everyone I've really talked to who swung it, it's almost like it can't be beaten. It feels that way. It's insane. Um, and to this day, I, I, I love the way it feels through the zone. It, it, it's extremely forgiving. I just feel like the trampoline effect with the flex of the hybrid of that on that bone saber barrel is just, it's unbeatable. It, it just feels phenomenal. Squaring balls up gives you a feeling that's not even describable. Um, if you're a ball player, you know what I mean. Um, but to be honest, the sweet spot's huge. Exit velos are at our highest. I think we've had some of my friends actually PR with this one. Like I said, I PR'd with the Stinger Missile, um, but nothing feels this good. Um, yeah, I just feel like you can pretty much throw your hands and reach any pitch in the strike zone with this bat. It's it's insane, guys. If you haven't tried it, I, <laughs> there's no bat that I would want you to try more than this one. Um, in fact, like anytime we've, we've tried bats since, anytime I'm like, hey, we're going to do a bat review, to know if it's really going to compete in this industry, I put it up against the Bone Saber Hybrid simply because I'm like, if if a bat's going to be good, it has to be either comparable or on the same level, somewhere on the spectrum of the level of the of the Bone Saber Hybrid. So every bat I'm swinging side by side, I'm swinging it next to the Bone Saber Hybrid. So if that doesn't tell you enough about that one, I don't know how else to describe it to you. But guys, coming in at number one, the Bone Saber Hybrid BB Core. So yeah, guys, that's my list. Um. Like I said, do not live or die by my list. Don't live or die by anybody's list. If you've got a bat that you love that didn't make my list, please, by all means, let me know. Shoot us a DM. Maybe we'll review it. Maybe we'll give it a second chance. Maybe it's one we've already reviewed that needs to be re-reviewed. I don't know. But if you've got one that didn't make the list, guys, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Like You have success with your bat. And I coach, so I tell kids all the time, I don't. it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what Jimmy over there thinks. It doesn't matter what little Johnny over there swings and he tells you, yeah, your bat's trash. If you're getting on base and you're getting hits and you're having success, you could be swinging a five-year-old bat for all I care. It does not matter. I'll tell you that until I'm blue in the face. It doesn't matter. Use what's most successful in your hands and what you feel most confident with, right? So I'll go through the list one more time so there's no confusion. We got number five. Man, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm just going to put two for the final for the final time we talk about this. The, number five is going to have two. It's going to have the DeMarini Voodoo 1 and the DeMarini The Goods, either last year or this year. I think it's the same, just a repaint. So number five will have two just for final consideration. Number four, we have the Select Power. Another great one, huge sweet spot, two-piece hybrid. Number three, the Slugger Atlas. So honestly, crazy. Slugger has two bats on here. DeMarini kind of got two bats on here, so that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, so number three, Louisville Slugger Atlas. Number two, Rawlings Icon, BB Core. Um, some of the honorable mentions were the Stinger Missile S, um, the Marucci Cat X One Piece, and String King uh, Metal 2 and Metal 2 Pro. And then finally, the biggest, the baddest, the 2023 Warstick Bone Saber Hybrid coming in at number one. Yeah, guys, these bats are actually all available at Baseball Express. So if you're interested in getting some, 
go check us out, man. We got all these in stock ready for you. Baseball season is coming. Um, if you haven't shopped with us before, you're new to us, haven't heard of us before, we're actually giving up your first purchase for new members signing up. 15% off um, if you sign up email and SMS. So that's pretty cool, guys. So go ahead there and get a fat discount on some of these bats and stop, drop, start dropping some bombs. But uh, yeah, guys, um, like I said, we had a really cool guest. We had to reschedule. It's going to be coming out next week instead. We've actually got three awesome guests lined up for these next couple uh, these next couple weeks. I think we've actually got two of them coming up this week that I'm really psyched to have. So um, please stay tuned. Thank you guys for listening and supporting us, man. If you've been a, if you've been a listener of our channel and watching our stuff, man, I appreciate you guys. You guys keep me going, man. But uh, yeah, we've got some really cool conversations going, guys. I'm super pumped. Um, but yeah, this is uh, like I said in the last episode, guys. We've got a lot, a lot of cool stuff coming. Conversations, reviews. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a wild year. I'm super pumped, but, um, yeah, guys, and, and real quick, if you haven't, I know we talked about today, um, we talked about the top five, um, BB core bats going into 2024. There's also an article. Um, if you want to go read that, I actually put a lot of the technology and a lot more of that kind of stuff in there as well. If you want to read it instead, that's also available at our insider blog on baseball express. So go and check that out. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next week, man. We'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks.